Let's start from Simon Tov Kuf Tzadi Vav. That's the short page, the page that uh, has less words on it. <laughs> okay, we're going to skip around. I'm skipping around. I'm, I, I, uh, the last section of what we did last time I skipped because I, we have, we're limited for time, limited in time, and I just want to, you know, do some of the halachas that are much that are more practical. Okay, so din We're not going to do the laws of avelus. Right, so we're just going to do the first five, and the rest are avelus. So we're just going to we'll, we'll, we'll go through what we'll select certain halachas. Halacha aleph. Kvar nispar shalacha simat tefila noagul koyoid. We already mentioned that after we finish davening, we blow we blow the shofar again. Lahashlim mea koyoid. Right, so we blow a grand total of one hundred koyoids. V'yeshmi shakasav shel besayf marin terua gedoyla deloy tekiya. There is such a minog. You see here from the matter, if I'm all these very strange minhagim, I mean to us they're strange, which we're not at all accustomed to. And one is the terua, a terua gedoyla. You never heard that before. A tekia gedoyla, because the pasuk says yom terua yielochem. So you want to end off on a good note, <laughs> and you want to end off on what the day is all about. So why don't we do this? So he says we don't do this rock because that's not that's not what the Torah tells us. We have we have a seder rock besimat kia acharoyne shalashlamas meakoyloy samakri oimer tekia gedoyla viatokia marich ba yoiser mishar tekiyos and tekia gedoyla he's ma he's he he blows as long as he can blow viachar kach after you finish blowing shayfer. So here is an interesting halacha yesh latznia hashayfer. The ain lit koyoda. What he's saying over here is controversial. This is this is one opinion, which is which the matter five is that once you finish blowing the shofar, that's it. The shofar is muksa. Yati matsnia, you put it away and you do not blow anymore bechinam for no purpose. Chazal say that really blowing shofar is it's something that you that takana you don't do on Shabbos and Yomtif. It's chokma ve'ena malacha. It's not a malacha mamish. It's a chokma. But it borders on against. It borders on the malacha. At least it's in spirit. It's not in the spirit of the day to do something which involves skill. The average person does not know how to blow shofar. So when a person blows shofar, he is demonstrating a unique skill set, and that is in the eyes of the common man, malacha. When you need, when you do labor, everyone is trained to do a very specific task which makes him unique. So it's not in the spirit of the day to do malach on Shabbos. So even though we do it on because it's the mitzvah but more than necessary we do not because the borders on chil Shabbos v'yamtif. There are some people which want to show off. Okay, nothing new. People want to show off a little bit how good they are, how, how they can blow shayfer. And they blow the whole day. They show everyone, look, I can blow these tekiyas, I can do the temoni tekiyas, I can do the svarash tekiyas, I can do the brisket tekiyas, I can do the svarash tekiyas, and all and everything in between. And they want to show off and how long, so it says over here, lo yafahim sim. they're not doing something that is proper. You should make a macho, you should shout at them that it's not proper. It's a zilzil in the kedusha of Yom Tif to blow shofar when it's not necessary. Even if you want a person who's going planning on blowing the second day, so you want to practice on the first day Rosh Hashanah. 
So he says, it's not the right thing to do. It's too little, too late. Practicing has to be done in Chodesh Elul. Once you reach Rosh Hashanah, if you are the Baltakeh for day two, or if you are the Baltakeh for day, day, day two, and you want to practice on day one, you're not allowed to, he says. This is a very big Chodesh from the Mat Ephraim, because it is Hachana, and it's also a Zilzal in the Kedusha of Yom Dev. You're not supposed to blow when it's not for the purpose of the Mitzvah, so it's too late to practice. In the A, the Chen, in the Sakin, Likewise, it's too late to go and to to uh, be masaking the shofar. It borders on tikkun money. You are fashioning a utensil by soaking it in water or wine, a nechira bepeh, or blowing bepeh. You do there certain things in order to prepare it. It's not the proper thing to do. It is tikkun money. L'tzorch mocha for the next day. Ki kodesh hayoyim ve'en lasvitz boi hachono l'tzorch mocha. It is all in the category of hachono. Hachono for tomorrow and things that are not that are not proper. Halacha base. Kevin shein shein tzorch l'tchayabo ein lo yitzil milakarmelis. You're not allowed a general halacha. It only does not only apply to a shofar. You're not allowed to carry on yom tov shaloi l'tzorch. So therefore, if since the shofar you're blowing is over, you're not allowed to carry l'lakarmelis. Afilu mechatz l'chatz b'makim shein eruv. Even one chutz, another chutz, in a place where there is no eruv v'chatzeres, ain't lo itzil shlo l'tzorach klal. You're not allowed to carry it. Not allowed to transport it from reshus to to carry it in the street. So he's saying he's talking about the difference, making the distinction between carrying it indoors and carrying it from reshus hayochet to reshus sarabim, or from reshayochet to reshayochet without an eruv v'chatzeres. Ali kol mokim mutal tatlo. You are allowed mutal sh'av al pish asal l'shtamish boy tash mishchol. Because a person arrives and did not yet hear Tikkias today, you are permitted to blow on his behalf. So the Matthew Friday makes a very, very interesting distinction that the, the Shoifer is not Muksa because since theoretically um, you can use the shoifer to blow for anyone who needs to be, to need to has not yet fulfilled the mitzvah you can move it around freely within your home from place to place but you should not blow from it unless you're blowing l'shem mitzvah and you should not make blow to prepare for tomorrow and even but certainly you should not carry it from Rishus Hayachid to Rishus Sarabim, even though on Yom Tif you're allowed to carry, that's only when you're carrying for a purpose. But if you're not carrying for a purpose, you're not allowed to carry anything on Shabbos and Yom Tif unless you have an Erif. Halacha Gimel. You are allowed to tell a child, that is the exception, according to Matthew Friday, that a child is allowed to play with the shofar because it is, it's part of chinuch. To let the child patch go with the shofar and stop learning the shofar, he gets curious, he comes to shul, he's the shofar, now he also is one who wants to blow the shofar. So that is permitted. Aval, the Rosh Hashanah Shechal B'Shabbis, but it goes without saying that when Rosh when Hashanah is on Shabbos, then it is Osor. Now we're going to a new section. Musaf is over. And now you want to dive in Mincha. Are you allowed to dive in Mincha immediately following Musaf? So he says there are new people, there are new aliens that have come to this world 
and I've made a new minhag that you daven mincha immediately following Musaf. The Av Shereiv Atzibu Yecholchem Lebeisam Lisser Tzudas Yamtov Heidus Sharim Even though most of the Beisaknesses they come to eat the meal, these Yichidim they stay in Shulheim Nishanim Beisaktsila Umespalim Mincha Kedeshi Elochem Eis Panu Lechol Belichi Pazayin because they would prefer to get over with to get the mincha over with so they can go home and eat a good meal and relax and put up their feet until it's time for Ma'arif. The Lassur... What? Some of them will go to Tashach. will come to Tashach later. And they should, they should seek out peace at Eis Tilas Aramis. So the Mate Ephraim is very tough with these people. And he says, these people, first he insults them by calling them Chadashim Mikaraif. A new, a new, a new, a new, uh, when you say, what you say? Newfangled boys on the block. They're not doing right. Why not? Yotzah. Because of this, it is impossible to daven in proper mincha. After davening a long musaf, you're tired, you're hungry, it's, you're not going to be in the proper frame of mind to daven musaf the way mincha, the way mincha is supposed to be daven. Even though you'll tell me that they're doing it l'shem shemayim. You'll tell me all of a sudden everyone knows Shulchan Aruch. They'll say the halacha is you're not allowed to have a suuda, a suuda once this man mincha arrives. Everyone knows that halacha. That's from Sechta Shabbos. That was Dafyud. Dafyud. You're not allowed to go and do, engage in any major activity once this man mincha arrives. So all of a sudden, the whole year round, they don't even know that halacha. You do everything called or whatever you want. All of a sudden, Rosh Hashanah, all of a sudden you wake up. Ah, oh, let's now daven mincha. It's the halacha. Because you're not allowed to have a suda, because since already it's mincha, it's already mincha ketana, or it's mincha gedoyla, mincha gedoyla, mincha ketana, whatever zman it is, all the different chumras, so now this man we should go down mincha. Ach, takhanosam, kal kolosam, this is not a good idea, what they're doing with sagnes, kolos, shorehim, mam shichon, haskolos, achilos, asemach, l'erev. They're going to be mam shichon, they're eating al erev, ve'ein lechol b'yom tov, rishon min ha'mincha ulamala, shu erev yom tov sheni. Anyway, it's also, he's saying, because anyway, so what are you going to do? You're going to have mincha, and then you're going to eat, after you have mincha, and that eating is, is carved to marif. It's close to marif, already it's going to be, already, it's already bordering on this man marif, so it's not any better to eat the suda before mincha than it is to eat the suda when you ride in the in, in, in the range of davening Ma'arif. The same prohibition that applies to davening before you eat the Mincha applies before you daven Ma'arif. So you're gaining nothing, plus the fact that you're going to run through Mincha and it's not going to be proper Mincha. And especially if most of the people are going home, you should, go, you should also go home. If people want to do it, occasionally there is what to rely upon. You, you can eat right away, uh, you can start right away. At least everyone should do together. Everyone should be together. So this halacha of the Mate Ephraim, 
appears people don't follow. A lot of shuls today, a lot of shuls say they daven mincha, they daven have a minyan for mincha right after they have a minyan for musaf. It's very common. It says over here it's not, not to be done. How do you reconcile the matter of fine with what people do? I don't know. You should not be fasting the entire day. You're not allowed to fast. As long as you break the fast before the day is over, you're not in violation. As long as you break the fast before the day is over, you have not violated the halacha fasting on Rosh Hashanah. L'chadchila you're not supposed to fast, but it's not called fasting. L'chadchila, you should not fast to pass chatzos because it's a yomtif. On a yomtif, you're right, it's a problem, it's a problem. But it's not a technical violation because since, it's after, since you did break your fast after chatzos, so you have not technically fasted on Rosh Hashanah. It's true, you went and you fasted a half a day, but you didn't fast a half a day, you didn't that's another Shiloh. Having Kiddush before Tekiyas, well, if you have a drink before davening, then you're for sure all good. If you have a drink or a drink before Kabakor, before you come to Shul and Rosh Hashanah, you have not fasted the entire day, right? You surely have not fasted, and you have not eaten before you heard the Tekiyas. So then, it's a, it's a, it's a, so then maybe it would be idea that you should take a cup of coffee on Rosh Hashanah, in order that it should not be called a Tainus, for Chatzais. Take a cup of water. Take something very light. Take something very light so it should not be considered that you fasted on Rosh Hashanah. It's not called eating. If you take a drink, it's certainly not called So, so uh, that would be the ideal thing to do. Okay, other people, they point out that that's another controversy. Should you eat before you blow shoifer? So that's an old Shiloh. Some do, some don't. So what's wrong with that? What is the alternative? The alternative is to dive in, to, to dive in from 6, 6 to... Be, you come home, you come home, you come home before, before 12 o'clock. What are you going to do the rest of the day? Sleep? So sleeping is a shayla. You're allowed to sleep on Rosh Hashanah. You're putting yourself in Sakana. The Mazel, that's a Shiloh. Some said that Rizal said you can sleep. After Chatzos, after Chatzos you can sleep. According to that result, the oilum is, uh, does not appear to be knowing that. Oilum appears to be machmir, at least on the first day Rosh Hashanah, to some degree. I don't know, everyone is different. To, to stay awake on the first day Rosh Hashanah, even though there are results that after Chatzos, the second day you can be Mushma Mekel, second day after Chatzos, you can sure go to sleep. But the first day Rosh Hashanah, people say, so then, but what's the alternative? So everyone knows themselves. Everyone is different. Some people, on, on, what do you do on a regular Shabbos? When, after you finish your Suda. So some people, they go to sleep. Some people, they do things that they feel, I may do this on Shabbos, but I'm not going to do this on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, to go read the New York Times on Wall Street Journal on Rosh Hashanah, Afternoon, when you come from downing, l'cha'oira is not the best thing to do. On a regular Shabbos, it depends who you are. Okay, so for some people, that's that's oinik Shabbos. You want to go read something good; it gives you entertainment. You want to read something, okay? So it's not not so bad. So you read the Wall Street Journal Shabbos afternoon. Rosh Hashanah, not that it's oser, 
it's not the time to read the Wall Street Journal, right? So if you are, if a person knows that he's going to have the Nisayan, that he's going to have, he's going to want to read the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, or whatever. And so then, and the alternative is to stay in shul until two o'clock, and then you'll come home, you'll have a suda, and the time the suda is over, it's really be time for mincha. Obviously, yotza have seidai b'scharay. It's kedai. It's kedai to go and daven late and fast the half a day, then to stay daven early and stay home and do things that you know yourself are not in the theme of the day of Rosh Hashanah. Not proper for Rosh Hashanah. So obviously, everyone everyone makes their own. There is a varm shutim ad maot. Let's continue. Ulechei. Let's go halacha halacha hey. In yesh bris mila. very fasting, so you don't have to, have to make you don't have to make mamish a a a a, 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 a suda mamish. No, is eat the suda in your home. You're not supposed to be by your friends or rush, but this is different. This is a suda mitzvah. Yeah, so, you minimize it. Okay, you minimize it. Okay, and notice he says that you can say the harachamans. We are under the impression that the harachamans can only be said when you bench. Let's say you have a situation where you're not having a, 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 a so you're not having a meal for a, 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 a bris meal. Everyone's in a rush, and the bris. Well, let's say you don't have a minion left. That could happen. You have a you have a, a bris, and you don't have a minion. Can you still say the harachamans? Definitely. The harachamans have nothing. You don't need, you don't need a minion. It's not shem brachas. People think some people get carried away. They think that the harachamans by a bris milah are equivalent to Sheva Brachas. For Sheva Brachas, you need 10 people and you need Panim Chadashas. Panim Chadashas. For a Bris Mila, you don't need Panim Chadashas. I don't even know what Panim Chadashas would be by a Bris Mila. What? The baby is Panam Chadashas. That you don't you don't need any of those and you don't need a minion and you don't even need to wash. You can be machabe to say the Horachamans he says here, even when you eat Mizoinais, he sudas mitzvah, he vyermishama rachman hu, kill the varichayel animo the hamataplum the mitzvah of Ainaisim Sudamamish, Shaloyava Lakal Rosh Bikid Bikidusha Sayom. He says here not to make a suda. That's what he says. Vigam ki Bashar Yomtov Nagu Shalasa Sudas Brismila. This is not the minig. I'll tell you that's not the minig over here is that Bismana said when you have a brismila, you make the brismila, you make a regular full-fledged suda for the family on Rosh Hashanah. He's making mention that in his time and place they did not make a suda for the brismila on Rosh Hashanah because it takes away from the takes away from the Amos Hadin. The chay- even on regular Yamtif, you don't do so. Certainly when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. I, I told you the story once where there was there was a Shamis in my, my father's shul. So he came from Russia and he told me, I remember how he told me, he told me that when he was in Russia, the people there he grew up, he had nothing. There was no Yiddishkeit, there was no there was there's no chinuch, there was nothing and everyone where he grew up were they were not they were not even they were barely Shemitara Mitzvah at all. Shemir Shabbos at all. They had knew from nothing. But when he came what? They had to work on Shabbos in Russia. Whatever it was. But when he came the Yamim Noiram he told me he remembers clearly they went to Shul on Rosh Hashanah 
the Amos Hadin was so intense you can slice it with a knife. The people, the people were Amaratzim Doraisa. Amaratzim Doraisa, not even Shema Shabbos. But Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, the Pachar Hadin was Noyed Oyim. He comes to America, he comes to America, he comes over here and he's overwhelmed the Yiddishkeit, the Chinuch Habanim, the Yeshivas, freedom of religion, and, and the degree of Talmidei Chacham of, of, of Yerush Shemayim and how much, and how much, how much uh, Torah scholarship there is to be found in this community. And he comes to first Rosh Hashanah to Shul and he's expecting to relive that experience of the Amos Hadin and he says, it's nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's like another day. Gotta go back to Russia. Back to Russia. I know. He just he says it really bothers him. How could it be that in Russia they they had nothing, but they had the Amos Hadin, and here in America we have everything, and yet there's no Amos Hadin. He told us he was he was probably when he told us he probably was in the seventies, his mid seventies, after he came to America. And I remember him telling, describing, so he just doesn't get it. He obviously gets it, he understands, but he was a very fascinating way to look to, 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 to see from his perspective where we're holding. Okay, let's go to the next set of halachas. Halacha, halacha. Seid Yohanagas Sudas Hayon de Rosh Hashanah Medin Tainis Rosh Hashanah. Kisha Yaitzin Mi Beis HaKneses Mi Beis HaMedosh Yesh Ilotzes Benachas. He's very sarcastic. He's very sarcastic, the Mati Ephraim. Don't be from the Asura Rishonim to leave the Beisach Nesses. And especially on Rosh Hashanah, it's not the way it's supposed to be. It's a long davening. Davening is over. Take your time to leave the Beisach Nesses. Some get very impatient when it comes to Anim Zemirois. The first one out. Do not make it appear that you are, it's a burden to be in the Beis HaKnesses. By doing so, you're going to be bring upon yourself a Kitroik in Shemayim. You did not call me, Yaakov. Yaakov Klal Yishol, you did not call out to me. Ki yogato bi Yisrael. Ki yogato bi Yisrael. What does that mean? Ki you're tired of me. You're tired of me, Yisrael. L'chein de'ever afal pichayim rad. Even the day is very busy. Ve'es oichel gash halayim. And the time of the meal is getting close, is getting near. Kol orum biyira. Anyone that is clever clever in Yirash Shamayim, Yase Bedas should think and should make, see to it. As if he has gone forth Bidimos Bidimos means the platform. Michal, you once explained to me exactly what this means? The Dimos is the platform? The Dimos means judgment. Dimos yeah. Mm-hmm. It means uh, well, literally it means people. Grief, but like they, they decide like 
It means you've come forth from a judgment. The judgment of the populace. The judgment of, of, of the of the the Maloche Elyon. You've come forth before the demos, before judgment. The judgment of heaven, the heavenly judgment. The Yashuba person should show himself that you should behave as if you're on trial. Think, make believe. Rahman Litzlan, a person, I mean, I, mean, I know someone, he t- I know someone uh, who was on trial. Okay, I know, and, and, and the trial wasn't so great. And um, it was a question if, if we should come to the trial. It was a question. So I, I asked if I should go, if I should go to the trial. So they told me no. They Bidafka do not want people to go to the trial because if too many from people come to the trial, it's gonna make there's gonna be too much publicity. And then they felt that the judge would be would be compelled and the judge really would want to give a lenient sentence, but if there's gonna be too many cameras in the hall and too much publicity, then he may feel compelled that there should not be any favoritism for Orthodox Jews. So the goal was everything should be still a hate, low key. So I didn't go. So then I asked, I asked when it was over, who went? So they told me the name of a very big rabbi. A very chosh of a rabbi, you probably all know his name, he came. He came to the trial to, to show his support for the person he went to the trial. So I asked him, and this person that I asked told me he was sitting next to him. So I asked him, so what was his reaction, this, 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 this rabbi? How did he say, says, it was very obvious he never went to a trial. I never went to a trial, Baruch Hashem. I never went to, I never, I mean, I was in jury duty, but I never really saw a trial. But uh, a few times in jury duty, they always knock me off at the end. <laughs> always the last, the last. I should be Tiftach Pel I'm way overdue for jury duty. <laughs> but uh, he told me that this rabbi, obviously, he never, he never experienced, he never, he never experienced something like this. And he was shaking in his pants. He was shaking in his pants, this rabbi, the whole proceedings, the, the proceedings of, of, of the, the presentation and the handing down of the sentence, of the sentence and of the, the arguments. It was a, and it was a very frightening experience. And I was thinking, wow, this, this, this fellow, you know, he's a very, he's, he's a very, he's a world famous person. He, you know, he, he's, he's on, he's on, he's on, everyone knows his name. And I was very surprised to hear that he was very shaken up by seeing this, this, the, the proceedings. And if that's true, it's a very powerful limit hamusa that on Rosh Hashanah, that's exactly what every single one of us go through. We are on trial in front of the Malachi Hasharis, they're capturing him, the defense and the prosecution, and we don't really know how it comes out. And over here, the Mate Fahim is making it very clear that when you go to the base Saknesses, you should, you should realize, you should be Aram Bedas to recognize what your neshama is going through on this day. And there's a real judgment. And when you walk out of the Beis HaKnesses, you're walking out of court. And this is serious business. That's his message. Hear what it says? You shall learn a little bit on Rosh Hashanah. No harm done. There's no greater zechus than limut hatayra. There's absolutely no greater zechus, and therefore, that that's the best thing, obviously. 
Base. Afal pishe ma'arichim harbe betilos utakilos upiyutim v'nim shachad achar chatzay sayom osh osa b'shar yom tov. Even though generally that we do not stay, we do not advise being in the base haknesa yom tov past chatzayis because it's chasil Hashem chatzilochem. Bikol mokim b'rosh hashanish oimdim levakei shal nafsham. It's pikuach nefesh mamish. Therefore, it's mutter to remain in the base haknesas past chatzayis. We call mokim in lahesanoyis legamri b'rosh hashana. Doctor Fruchel, this is what you were talking about. You should not fast legamri. El loichlem v'shoyis musmechem. You should eat in the afternoon. You should show your 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 confidence. You have come out with a positive judgment. Lunch, suda, the suda in the afternoon after you finish davening. There's a suda siyamtif. That's right. So So you come home. Whenever you come home, but don't rush. Don't eat too much. If you eat too much, you'll fall asleep. Or you'll become lightheaded. You'll become, you'll do, you'll engage in activity that is not proper. And that is not proper. You should remain in the state of Yirash Shamayim. Before you make, before you eat, you have to make Kiddush. All you say, you don't say psukim, all you say is and you say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, I made a mistake. Rak vayidaber Moshe, then vayidaber Moshe. Smoadei Hashem of Bnei Yisrael. Savri uberchas preparegafin. So it says over here, you don't. What I told you to do is you don't do. You see, what I told you. Well, that's obvious. I told you almost. It's very bizarre that almost fifty percent of what it says in the Matei Ephraim we don't do. <laughs> we don't do. He says over here ve'eno oimer psukim. Rak, you just say vayidaber Moshe. And what does it say over here in Ois Gimel? In Ois Gimel, it says, I have to turn the page because it's a simon tof kuf tzadi zayin. It says in Ois Gimel, the atam ki roshan bechlal hamoadim, umikol mokoim, yesh noihagim loimer gam kena psukim tiku bachoy de shoifer, adla haskim me inyin kedushayom bechol mokom kiminogo, the elef hamogain. One of the commentators on the Matei Ephraim says, not everyone has the meaning of the Matei Ephraim. Many people, they say, Tiku which I think is probably the common meaning of everyone in this room. You will probably say, Tiku So the Elif Hamogin says, indeed, that is the meaning of many people. Not everything in the Matei Ephraim do we pass in like a local Lamaisa. Next. Why did Matei Ephraim omit something very specific? He was writing what he did in his minuk. The Matei Ephraim, for whatever reason, caught on. It caught on. It became it became the gold standard for halacha for the Yomim Leiroim. And then, uh, then, then, obviously, there were discrepancies. Even though it became very standard, so that's why there are two commentators, Elif Hamate, Elif Hamogin. They supplemented the the Matei Ephraim with their minog. I think one is a Hasidisha. response. Yes, correct. It's like we learned the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. With the addendum of, with the supplement material of the Sha'adin and Bitsyon and Bahalacha. And then the, we, had the, we had also from, uh, we had another Sefer, someone also added, look, Dirshu. The Dirshu, they've come along, they've supplemented the Mishnah with a collection of uh, modern day Paiskin. 
So same thing over here. This this was sitting not there farm. He wrote something very popular. He was he was much more myruch than the kids of Shulchan Aruch. So a lot more material. It was not much less complex than learning Shulchan Aruch. So for the common man, the Mate Ephraim became something which was very doable, very realistic, and it became very popular. And then, but then the problem was, some of the things that says the Mate Ephraim were not, were not the common practice. So there were two popular uh, Rabbanim who wrote a response, who wrote a supplement material to the Mate Ephraim, and that's what we have over here. Okay, let's try to finish up this page. Let's go quick. We have over here... Uh, the im chol b'shabbos. Let well, what happens if Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos? Oimer psukim koydim. Then we say kimin hagoi b'chol Shabbos. Then you can say v'shamru zochar and whatever else you want to say. The afalpi, the afalpi sheim achra kiddush shoyz sa'od revius yain chashav kiddush shemakum suda. And if after you kimavur b'simin reishayin gilmi kamaka Rosh Hashanah lo yasekain. Okay, during on a regular year, it's the sometimes when you can't make kiddush. So the way, the way you rely upon kiddush, b'mokim suda, is to drink a double revius. If you drink a revius of yain in addition to drinking the kais of kiddush, that counts as kiddush b'mokim suda. Now that's only that's only true. That's a leniency, and he's advised that that leniency should not be done on Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah should be machmer to eat a real meal, since it, it's it's yomtiv, and yomtiv requires simcha. Shabbos there's no requirement for simcha. It's a chumrah. It's a hiddur to have simcha on Shabbos. Yeah, but his concern is you're going to fall asleep again. Oh, you're going to fall asleep. Don't 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 drink twice. Okay. You should make a bracha achreina on yayin. We don't do that because we rely the bircha samozayin, the bircha samozayin. He has all these notes over here on the bottom. We're not going to have time for now. They do. We don't do that. We make kiddush and we we make bircha samozayin and we rely upon the bircha samoitzi to be to fulfill the the kiddush. If you need to rest a little bit, Period. So he says that Lanuach means you're going to rest. Does that mean to sleep? Or does that mean you just want to relax a little bit? If you're not going to be eating the Suda right away, so therefore, of course, just giving you the basic halakhas, you make kiddush, you have to have a mezoinus, a kiddush makim Suda, don't drink too much wine, make it ala gefen, ala michya, and include in the zachreinu letoiva v'chulu, the imchal b'shabbos, yom eritzevach, and sebi yom b'shabbos azeh, the zachreinu v'nod l'cha l'aretz v'yal ha-michya v'yal pri ha-gofen, baruch ato Hashem al-aretz v'yal ha-michya v'yal pri ha-gofen. Halacha dalid. Toivlim prusas ha-moitzi bidvash. You dip the bread in the honey, not the apple in the honey, not the apple. They use they dip it in sugar. In sugar, okay. That, uh, the apple and the honey is at night. Okay, we skipped all of those halachas. Now we're discussing the day. 
at night you dip the apple in the honey, but by day you dip the you dip the mitzi the bread in the honey. You say Yehiratzon should heshana azos shoshana mesuka should be a sweet year. Al derech habor b'sim kuf tov kuf pe gimel that was way before. That was uh, before we skipped those halachas. Ushar hadvarim hanis kolim sham lechol b'rosh shoshana l'sim tov yesh lohem makom lechol gamis dezo im yesh im yesh lo verotze. If you want to eat all of those things that you eat at night as a simon tov, so you don't have to, but if you want to eat all those things, should it be a simon tov you could eat during this meal as well? I think most people do not. As far as I know, most people they only eat at night, they do not eat it by day. He says if you want, you can do it as well. Visham nisbar binyin achilas dogim, what eating fish? Is there an Indian to eat fish? Some hold that you only put the fish on the table, but you do not eat the fish. Some say you do eat the fish, the head of the head of the fish, with the eye. Okay, that will that's the Indian of Tash the horse will come down a little later on. Visham nisbar binyin achilas dogim. There was already explained. The Yeshlas was Tavshal Noisav Kamoshas and Mechol Yamtov. In the honor of Yom Tov, you should have a special dish that you ordinarily do not have. Kevin Sheish Oimim Shitzach Sholish Sudos Kam Yom Tov. Why? Because some this this the Chiddush. Because some hold that on Yom Tov you have to have Sholish Sudos. So how do you, so for most people it's not practical to have Sholish Sudos on Yom Tov. There's just not enough time. It's a shail of a bracha, she'en to to bench and then to wash again. So the way you fulfill the Indian of having sholosh sudos is having a special dish. And that extra special dish, it serves in halacha like a full meal. Everyone agrees on Shabbos. You have to have a real third meal. You should divide your meal into two. You should bench, go for a walk, and then sit down to have another meal. And you should have a break between the two sudos, so it should not be a shail of a bracha she'enot suricha. The Yomar Mizmar Ladavid Hashem Roi. You should say a Mizmar to be mafsik the Mizmana Bal. You don't have time. You have Shlomo Chalik Sudasay or Shachal Asuskein. Yeshol Lecho Minet Targimim Mechshaminim. Then you can rely upon on the Shabbos. You have a Mezaynois. She Yeshem Some Say She Yotz Bekach Bavur Bebesimin Reish Sadi Aleph. The Ein Loy Lismach Sheitzus Sushlishus Beisik Atayra. You should not rely upon learning for the third meal. We all know that if you forget to say you do not repeat the Suda on the third meal because you're not to have a third meal. If you did not yet begin the fourth bracha, then in some of the good Sidurim, it tells you what you can say to save the Ritzei. These are all the halachs, the regular halachs. These halachs are really not unique to Rosh Hashanah. These are general halachas for Shabbos. We already said, do not eat too much during these pseudos. Do not drink too much. Do not talk too much. Do not extend too long. Just eat quickly. Don't 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 dwell on it. You should wash from Achronim and Loyavsik, Beinam, Lubichas, Hamazan, Chman, Espar, Sev, Sev, Rutov, Kof, Pei, Gimel, Perit. Yeish, Misha, Aymer. 
Now this is a very big chiddush. Sheim shokach yale v'yavoi einoi choyzer l'rosh. Sheyesh oimim shemitzvah l'isanois b'rosh hashonik moshe yispoher. Okay, this is a very big chiddush l'halacha that you do not, no one argues on this. Okay, the Mishnabur doesn't argue on this. No notes I ever hear the Mishnabur, no one argues on this. That if you forgot to say Yale Yavo, very important halacha. If you forgot to say Yale Yavo on Rosh Hashanah at the Su'uda, you do not repeat the benching. Why? Because according to some opinions, you're not mechuyiv to have a su'uda at all. On Shabbos, you're mechuyiv to have a su'uda, at least the first two. If you're mechuyiv to have the su'uda, and you don't do it right, you have no choice but to repeat the, to repeat the Birch HaSamozan. Shalashudas, you're not mechuyiv to have, and that is why we all know that if you forget to say, say by Shalashudas, you don't have to repeat the Birch HaSamozan. It's the same thing for the entire about Rosh Chodesh. On a regular Rosh Chodesh, if you get to say Yalav Yavu, do you repeat the Birch Samazon? No. Why not? You're not Mechuyiv Me'ikar Hadin to wash on Rosh Chodesh. Therefore, if you forget to say Yalav Yavu, you do not need to repeat the Birch Samazon. The same reason you don't... What? No, then you are. Yes, then you have to go back. Because on Yom Tif, the Sholo Shogolim is the Zman of Simcha. This Samachta Bichagecha. You're mechuyiv to have a suit on a regular yamtiv, but on Rosh Hashanah is different. Rosh Hashanah is not one of the sholosh regalim. It's not the chagecha. It's not called the chag. It's called it's called a, a yamtov. It's one of the moadim. It's in a different category, and he's presenting here this opinion that you even meikar hadin you are allowed to fast meikar hadin. We don't pass him like this lahalacha, but we take it into consideration to the degree that if you forget to say the yalav yavo, you do not repeat the birchas hamazon. You should fast in Rosh But of course, if you do not yet say the fourth bracha, in the good sidurim and in the good benchers, there is a bracha that you can say at this point that can that you that can save you from from uh, omitting it entirely. Uh, Yisrael, you have to know what the Nusach is, I don't know the Nusach, it's in the Siddur, and that you can say after you finish Uvenei Yerushalayim, Yerakadosh, Bimei, after you say Baruch Abonei Baruch Hashem, you can still say this Baruch Kimo Birosh Chodesh, like on Shabbos. The Yeisham, some say, Sha'af V'Su'udas Hayoyim, Im Shochach V'Lenitzkar At Shaposach HaToy V'Hametiv, Choyzer L'Roish, you repeat, that you say if you did not yet start, we don't pass like this. If you, if you, if you, if, if you did not yet start at Hamativ, you go back to the beginning. We don't we never do this. Wait, 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 wait. Sheposach atoyva hametiv. You have to repeat. You have to repeat. You have to repeat it. Choyzel arosh. V'im loy posach adayin oimer baruch atu Hashem. V'choysim gam kein. V'ein oimer yamim toyva liyishol l'sos l'simcha kikadad. You don't say. Let me just make check over here in the Mishnah Bura. Make sure I'm not making any mistake. Over here in Ois, there's an Ois Gimel. No, this is this the Elaf Hamad. The Elaf Hamata. Tovkov, uh, 
Tzadi Zayin, we're in Halacha Dalit, there is, this is Oiz Gimel, I can't find where it's matching up to. Is there any ice over here? I don't see any. I don't see any light over here. Okay, let's just go further. You don't say yom tovim liyishol lesas lesimcha kishkishay yom tov because it's not sas lesimcha. Rak yomer yomim tovim liyishol es yom hazikaron hazeb orach atu Hashem bekadesh yishol yom hazikaron. The ein omer kaidim hachasima udvare udvarcha ms. Period. Vim chol b'shabes nispar sham sim tovkov pegimol. The nusach of the bracha is in the sitter. If a person forgets to say Yala v'yavu and he has not yet started the bracha of Hatoy v'ametiv, the exact nusach is in the sitter, and it's not like a regular yomtiv because a regular yomtiv you say sos and v'simcha, and that we do not say on Roshan. Instead, we say Yom Hazikaron, like it says over here. All right, we'll stop over here.